y'all. It's your boy, the one and only A Switch, aka the 220 time social distancing champion. I may have been staying there for a good while, but you know what? I'm trying to work my way up the ranks, aka scrambled egg scrounger aka the nigga live master um aka <laughs> you know let me stop um bringing you yet another episode of switches sites uh episode 81 to be exact. Today's date is November 12th, 2020. Uh, I, I have to say it's a special day. I think for a lot of gamers, I uh, include myself, uh, because guys, um, the best thing happened today. The best thing happened. Yes, if you're not watching video, I'm sorry, but I'm showing the PS5 and Xbox Series X in my possession. They made it safe. The Eagle has landed successfully, Major. Rising K. Oh, for that fire. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Special day. Uh, I did successfully receive both PS5 and Xbox Series X. Uh, thank you, Microsoft. Thank you, Sony, for sending me a free review. <laughs> uh, no. No, I wish no. Um, no. Cold hard cash. Um, but yeah, successfully procured. Uh, essential. <laughs> I I think they're essential to me, but let's not get into the dynamics. Um, yeah. So, uh, that's at least the reason for me being late. To, you know my normal recording time uh, generally around for five ish um basically well on top of work i had some work to finish up as well um on top of work uh i was like let me get these set up and uh updating and uh downloading games and stuff so got that underway um and i guess that's one thing to um uh should i save it no, nah, let's let's go into it right now. So, um, got both today, uh, earlier today. Um, I wanted to get the Xbox Series X earlier, but I wasn't able to. Uh, I tried reaching out to a GameStop, which is what I got the Series X from in time, but they 
you know, you have to rush to get them damn pre-orders. So I didn't have time to switch this ship in day one. So I uh, could have potentially have gotten it earlier, but I was like, uh, you know what? I will. Uh, it was too late. By the time I reached out to them, I sent them an email. They didn't reply. So I just tried calling them and then they, they said, oh, sorry, we're, we're already in process of shipping in. I'm like, damn it. So it was a, uh, it was an agonizing two days. I couldn't live and breathe or sleep without a Series X. Uh, no, first world problems. Um, so yeah, got both, uh, was overwhelmed. I just looked at both just amazingly and like, you know, maybe in a sexual manner, um, because they were looking kind of sexy. So, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm only, I'm only a man, you know? <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I, I actually invested in some gloves. I actually got that serious. I don't have them on me, but I got the straight up unbox, uh, unboxing gloves. Cause I, cause it was, it was that important. So, uh, did that, um, tended them with care and, uh, set everything up. Um, I guess some takeaways, at least from the initial, uh, setup, Xbox one looks just wonderful, just like minimalistic and like, uh, attractive. I guess that's the best way to describe it. Like I really like the, the look and feel of the Xbox one in person. It's uh, totally different, you know, seeing them like on a, you know, YouTube videos and people unboxing and stuff, but seeing it in person is definitely a whole different experience that I, I do. I definitely like PS five. On the other hand, it's a little different. I respect the look of the PS five. I can say that it is bold in a unique way that like a lot of people are saying it stands out, but, uh, how do I like put it? Um, I was, I was ran a little bit about it on Twitter, but it's like awkwardly big. If that makes sense. Cause here's my issue. So I, um, I'm pretty sure I talked about it on a previous podcast, but, um, I made space for these consoles. Um, in particular for the PS five, uh, I had, I intended to be one spot, but I was like, uh, I did some measurements and like the release measurements of the console was like, uh, it's probably not going to fit. So I was like, okay, let me reorganize my entertainment center, which I did and, uh, shifted. Like, uh, I had a 360 in a spot where I now have the PS five. So I did that. So at first when I uh, set up the PS five, it seems like the space is the space is, um, it seemed like it was fine, but then the more I put the, uh, PS five in there, uh, in this, you know, reasonable standard, um, entertainment center space. Uh, it seemed like it was like straight up connecting, um, more or less kind of somewhat grinding on the, the top of the entertainment center, uh, or the entertainment shelf. I mean, and it just seems like, or it feels like if the PS five wasn't like angled outward, like, like in this motion, I'm gesturing, uh, for the video viewers, but 
uh, basically if it isn't like, wasn't like a V shape and like just square and like just you know parallel instead of like I guess no it wouldn't be perpendicular necessarily but uh, you know not just like a sandwich instead of a pizza there we go um, it will probably have just slipped in just fine but then it was like ah oh, crap now I gotta freaking make even more room for this thing uh, taking up every damn thing. So, um, that led me to basically replace, uh, like get creative and try to adjust the entertainment center. Um, so how I have my entertainment center currently, it's like, uh, basically two slots on top of two like shelves where you put consoles or whatever on top of a cabinet. And then in the middle, you have a shelf where you can essentially place three, three console items or whatever. So I have the PS3 tour at the uh, bottom in the middle PS5 and at the top, my uh, receiver, you know, for audio and stuff. So, um, I tried to shift the receiver up at the top, but I think the receiver is too, uh, big to, I guess, restrict to that space, if that makes sense. So I was like, ah, crap. So then I started thinking, I was like, uh, when I was struggling with getting it to fit it, um, it, uh, I, I was able to get the two like knobs that you essentially like place the shelving on, uh, basically raise that up and then put the two on the sides. So uh, at least I could get the two the front two up on the entertainment center, but then it was a matter of figuring out like, how am I going to put up the bottom or uh back part? So then uh, I had the dilemma and I was like, you know what? Why don't I just leave it like that? I mean, it's fine. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. So that's essentially what I did. Um, it seems fine. I'm a little indifferent about it. I guess maybe one concern is that God forbid, knock on wood, if uh, something happens to the shelving or the knobs that are holding the entertainment or a receiver up, it, it would just demolish the PS5. Um, so I don't know. At least for now, it's fine. I'm fine with it for now. Maybe I'll try to think of something else. Um, but keep that in mind. Uh, what people have been saying media wise and stuff, uh, depending on your setup, uh, your entertainment center setup. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a big boy. It's a, it's a, it's a spicy meat bowl. I mean, you know, not sure how that pertains, but you know, so yeah, just one issue with the PS five. If it was big and like, uh, do I want to say conformative? If it was big and big and minimalistic, similar to the Xbox in some way or in its own unique way, I think it wouldn't be as problematic for people as it currently is. And I think uh, at least seeing a lot of the unboxing and, you know, uh, breakdown videos, it seems like the fins are really the biggest culprit that like feels like it's bigger. Um, than it actually is, I guess, if that makes sense. So yeah, I mean, otherwise 
I mean, you know, how how long do you look at the console? But um, just one thing to keep in mind that uh, at least from a general consumer standpoint, it does. It is very big in size and definitely you will have to conform to the size in however way you see fit. Um, I was originally thinking about just putting it behind the uh, my entertainment center, but I was like, uh, I don't know. I kind of want to know I have a next generation or current generation uh, console. So, you know, yeah. So very minor dilemma. Uh, well, now, I mean, depending on your situation, of course. But, uh, you know, your mileage may vary in terms of your setup. I hear uh, <laughs> it, uh, it was probably a good idea to be an Ikea owner in terms of entertainment center f- furniture. Seems like a lot of their, I, uh, from what I've been seeing, uh, at least, well, I guess coincidentally with a lot of um, uh, console owners, uh, particularly for the PS5, have is uh, some some form of Ikea entertainment center. So, you know, odds, the odds may be in your favor if that's the case. Uh, one other factor, uh, at least for the Sears X, I mean, it just looks good, man. I'm just, I mean, uh uh, I mean, but at the same time, I made space for it to stand up vertically uh, in its in its great, powerful monolithic lithic uh, design. And um, so, I mean, that's totally up to you in terms of. I don't know, um, I, I, I do agree with the sentiment of a lot of people are having that like it's it doesn't look as good like horizontal, which I do agree. I think the obviously how they designed it it's definitely made to be vertical in its design it's like really no room for like interpretation necessarily but of course it can still function um uh, horizontally as well as vert uh vertically you know of course so um yeah so and then like with setting it up uh man it is crazy how easy it is to set like these these consoles up it was so damn easy i feel like i'm (laughs) i feel like i'm in an infomercial it was so damn easy um (laughs) like like they say a step so damn easy everybody say it in a cadence in the in the crowd um but i digress (laughs) um yeah so it it was super easy as long as you have the xbox app and the ps uh playstation app um, and you're signed in and uh, logged into those super insanely easy for the PS5. Uh, you get to a step where they give you a barcode. All you have to do is scan the barcode, at least for iPhone. You just, you know, pop up your camera and automatically um, the camera automatically pulls barcodes and then gives you a shortcut to the PlayStation app. Open the app. Uh, and then after that, it like recognizes you and then, you know, sets you up. I believe it's probably based on Wi-Fi uh, to some extent. So basically set you up. They they tell you, hey, uh, put a disc in the uh, tray and, you know, set up. And uh, while we uh, set you up, like, oh, man, looking out for me. Thank you, PlayStation 5. Appreciate you. So uh, they do that. They, they uh, guide you to some of the media apps to download as well that you plan on using. Um, and then they instantly transfer your uh, profile uh, that you had on the PS4, like picture and everything. 
um, super slick, super uh, seamless, I'd say. It was like one little minor hiccup at the media section where I think maybe it was trying to like seamlessly download uh, the media apps, but it seemed like it was taking a while. So I was like at the point where like, uh, did something happen? I was about, I was trying to back out, but it wouldn't let me back out. It seems like it was like, just wait, I'm doing this, just wait. And then uh, it was downloading. It seemed like I think it was downloading all the media apps at that time. So after like, I guess maybe five-ish minutes, it, it finished that and then went to the next step, which is, you know, just the privacy and all that stuff. But not to get too deep in everything, but just to just to get the point across that it was super seamless and one other cool thing that uh just happened like shortly before i started recording it uh tells you uh the games you're downloading like are ready to play which is pretty damn awesome that's that's that feels next gen i'm just i'm not gonna lie just the fact that they uh the ps5 has that that uh <laughs> uh i guess what what, what what's the word i'm looking uh transparency that's probably the best way to describe it and this is in rest mode mind you so i guess the ps4 is telling the app or whatever hey uh this game is ready for you to play so that's pretty dope i hear the speeds are like crazily uh way better faster like uh if you have a gigabit internet which we pretty much do um you could download i'm hearing people like download like 600 700 megabytes per second which is pretty crazy in uh in practice so uh definitely i'm excited to put it uh through his paces uh especially over this weekend um oh it's oh my god um uh, uh, uh. sorry I'm just that's i'm just i'm just speaking facts all right i'm just speaking facts all in all, uh, for me at least, initially, uh, no issues, uh, no nothing I noticed that was problematic um, uh, as of yet. Um, I know with my external hard drive, I uh, copied everything to my external hard drive in uh, anticipation of uh, connecting it, and now it's pretty cool. Like it seems like it instantly picked up all the games. The one issue, which is you know no fault of PlayStation Five, is that. Uh, it's trying to download these um, updates to these games that I've gotten uh, support patches for PS5, uh, which, you know, I have, I'm going to have to delete some stuff that I probably never play or want to play or whatever. So uh, that's only a minor caveat, but I mean, it's understandable. I had I pretty much um, have my external hard drive to the max right now, so time to put some uh some of these games to pasture unfortunately but you know the ends justify the means you know what i mean um on the xbox side pretty much the same deal uh the xbox app it'll ask you hey do you want to sign this app you have to match the code they give you on the screen to the uh, xbox app i think if you go to your consoles it asks you to set up do you hey do you want to set up a new console and then uh, it does that, uh, uses, I'm uh, pretty sure, Wi-Fi as well. And then pretty much the same deal. Uh, what's really cool, though, um, is that uh, it'll, I think it's required to install an initial update to even, like, work. Otherwise, it won't. Um, you're pretty much stuck with a brick, more or less. So um, while it's 
downloading the update for the console, it at pretty much lets you go through the setup process that you would do after the console is um updated. So that saves a lot of time as well. So man, super, super slick and slim, uh, seamless, I have to say. And I'm, yeah, like no issues, like initial launch, I guess, considering, <laughs> considering I got my console two days after the initial release specifically for the Xbox, but even for the PlayStation five today is recently uh, release day for the PS five. Um, I guess maybe a lot of people presumably got theirs toward the morning. I got mine in the afternoon, but then I didn't really set up until like, uh, the evening, uh, just before recording. So who knows all that could, uh, came into play, but either way, um, it definitely so far so good. Uh, no dud, no, uh, did I mention that? Did I put that as a story? One of my, I don't think I did. So I'm gonna mention it here. So, uh, just people just read the the damn headlines. Just, ah, uh, common sense people. Oh my God. Either way. So there was a thing on uh Twitter, I either Twitter or TikTok. You know how how like wildfire spreads in the TikTok universe. So apparently somebody uh got a Xbox Series X and they uh used a vape pen or a vape smoker, whatever you call it. I'm sorry, I don't I don't smoke vape like that, so I'm not I'm I'm sorry guys. I'm sorry vape connoisseurs. I'm not that knowledgeable. But at least from what, what I got gathered from that video. Uh, basically they were putting a vape, uh, vape pen under, uh, the Xbox series X, which has, you know, very ample ventilation all around and put it on the bottom. And, uh, the series X has a big fan at the top. So pretty much it was pulling up all the air, uh, all that smoke to the top. So pretty much of course, you know, just to get the attention and, you know, I don't know, maybe they're probably PS, PS PlayStation fanboys or whatever, uh, get a lot of, um, negative association and I guess, uh, traction and pretty much, you know, all, all you see in that video is just the Xbox, like looking like it's smoking, like, Oh no. Oh boy. Red ring of death, even worse now. And ugh, just, well, if you if you even look at that that video in of itself, like you should instantly have a red flag, which, you know, I mean, first off for it to keep continually smoke after it's, you know, presumably on fire, whatever would tell you that um, it's not actually connected or, you know, whatever. Um, just a lot of just a lot of details to really pick from that video that you can like really call bullshit which I think for a lot of people who are versed in uh, the internet, Twitter, and all types of culture of, you know, negative lies, rumors being spread, um, should have had a red flag and that eyebrow should have been raised very highly. So <laughs> at the same time though, <laughs> to really call myself out, to be honest, uh, there was also another video regarding the series X where they showed, a, a, uh, damn it. Did I forget to record son of a bitch? 
well i'm recording now that's more work for myself um where you know you have to uh where they showed a series x and they showed like a ping pong ball and they showed that the ping pong ball would float on top of the series x so me like thinking from a logical standpoint like oh that seems like that makes sense you know the series x blows air and the ping pong ball seems like it's light enough that yeah would float apparently that was fake and uh <laughs> i uh i was uh i got a little too giddy excited and uh bought like 50 <laughs> 50 ping pong balls uh because you know um what what place sells one single singular ping pong ball um in anticipation um so now uh pretty much after it's been delivered uh come to find out that was a totally fake video and uh i'm just looking like an idiot with uh 50 ping pong (laughs) 50 green (laughs) 50 green ping pong balls so uh it's a it's a double-edged sword i have to say i mean i'm I'm saying don't fall for these dumbass um videos that are you know obviously false but and here i go um buying buying uh 50 ping pong balls in the hope of uh having a ping pong ball float on top of my series x so lesson of the day uh do your research (laughs) uh to my credit i looked at i I looked at some of the comments it seemed like oh yeah uh, I'm, i'm gonna try this out oh i'm gonna try this out i'm like I guess I'm gonna try it out too. So <sighs> now one of my best moments, but I mean, to my credit though, it seemed legit. It didn't seem like there was any room for like falsehood. I guess I'm curious how they did it. I'm gonna look into it at least after I'm done, but you know, just to put that out there either way. Um. So yeah, Uh. outside of that, overall very positive very satisfied with uh my investments in uh each console i am a happy camper i am peachy as peach is that the term uh damn it it was something parched as peach no i'm not third well i maybe am thirsty for the consoles i was thirsty of course when i saw them when i just saw them in the room (laughs) Uh, let me stop. Um, so yeah, uh, hopefully that may have helped you guys. Um, maybe in your decision, curiosities, what have you. Uh, but of course, definitely expect to hear more, uh, next, next episode where I will be putting these babies through the paces. Um, and I'll give you more insight, even though of course there's other people, but to get my perspective, so so without further ado uh let's stop the dilly dallying get right into that news um first topic of discussion uh mind you this is gonna be very ps5 heavy since a lot of this came out i think i might have missed some of these uh stories from last episode too so i'm i'm gonna shovel them in here as well um ps5 they did confirm that uh, there won't be support for the SSD uh, storage expansion at launch. 
So uh, I they kind of mentioned this, but I guess maybe we didn't necessarily acknowledge it, I guess. Um, and then uh, that initial PS5 keynote um, way back, I want to say last March, February-ish, I think March. But yeah, so basically um, on the PS5, there is a expansion slot. Uh, because you can't do the, it's, uh, the form factor is not like the PS4 where you can simply just replace the hard drive and then like, you know, get the OS from the, com- uh, computer and put on a thumb drive and then, you know, uh, update the hard drive that way. It does not work because the SSD is proprietary, um, in the, uh, PS5, um, the primary, I guess, but you can, uh, there is an expansion slot where you can put pretty much of a pretty varying range of SSDs, uh, NVMe SSDs into it. Uh, but, uh, I believe the issue Sony is running to, or not necessarily issue, but just something they weren't able to, um, get done before the launch of the console is, um, uh, I believe certification of basically certifying a uh, particular NVMe uh, drives that are fast enough uh, to work with the uh, PS5. So uh, keep that in mind in terms of, I know a lot of people include myself, I was looking at, uh, you know, just, just biting a bullet and just getting it out the way and just already, you know, expanding the storage. And then when the update comes, then bam, I'm already good to go. But uh, I saw a YouTube video in particular. I'm pretty sure it's probably been uh, addressed regardless, but a video from Mystic on YouTube. He's like a big Sony uh, Sony uh, content creator. Um, he basically went through the setup and he basically, you know, out of curiosity, just hooked up a NVMe SSD to the PS5 to see what happens if you boot it up. And basically it doesn't even let you boot up if you have an NVMe um, uh, connected, which is kind of weird because I thought at least the impression they gave is that as long as it's turned off, then you don't need to, yeah, as long as it's turned off, you don't need to um, um, worry about it interfering or anything because it's cut off from the system level. But I guess for whatever reason, you know, maybe to prevent I don't know anything. Um, it's completely turned off and you can't even turn it off if you want to preemptively install a NVMe and, you know, then once it does, uh, is, uh, patched in to be supported, then they would, uh, you know, you'd be good to go, which is a little bit of a bummer. That's kind of what my, um, uh, loose plan was going to be like, uh, to get one, then set it up and then, you know, wait, <laughs> play the waiting game. Um, so it's cool. I mean, it's definitely, it's obviously going to come at some point. So, I mean, it's not a big deal. Uh, but what a bigger deal is, uh, considering that is that, um, at least as of now, you apparently can't store, PS5 games on an external hard drive at launch, which uh, at least a lot of people are reporting. So uh, I think this pertains specifically to PS5 games that 
uh, at least the idea or what we were led to believe is that uh, if you have a PS5 game, let's say you're done with it, you beat it, um, and you want to move it to give you more space since um, <laughs> you're not working with a lot of space to, space to begin with uh, due to like, what, 650-ish uh, gigabytes in terms of just storage overall, even though, you know, they say it's one terabyte, uh, you know, what happened to the four, 400, but um, OS and stuff like that, I guess, but uh yeah that's the big problem so hopefully that's like in the priority in terms of getting patched soon um because yeah not being able to store cold store ps5 games uh to an external hard drive that's gonna be a big big issue especially considering you know the limited space where it's gonna that's that space gonna fill up quick black ops is 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 uh yet again 200 and something gigabytes and and stuff like that yeah gonna be a hard time you're gonna have a hard time um so i didn't check that when i got uh i got an updated the ps5 uh yet because it was inundating me with messages regarding the games on my external hard drive and i was like i'm just just download call of duty (laughs) so we'll see um maybe that could have been a day one patch it's that seems like a day one patch especially if there isn't any nvme uh external support or extended um secondary nvme support so yeah yeah that's that's pretty problematic i think ps4 is fine like i think you can move ps4 games to hard drive and um ssd uh, just fine, but PS5 you cannot. You have to either delete it or keep it, <laughs> and probably didn't delete something else. I guess that's a PS5 game. So yeah, at least for now, I'm definitely keeping my PS4 games on external and just playing off that since that seems to be uh, pretty fast as well. Um, um, maybe not as in, in comparison to the the uh, internal hard drive, but still decent nonetheless. And keeping that depression, <laughs> that depressive train <laughs> going. Chee chee. I can't help it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, our hopes were up for PT, and uh, lo and behold, uh, it seems like after. I think press had a pre-release uh, build where you could play PT on the PS5, but they patched it. Uh, I guess this was by this was from Konami or uh, a demand from Konami, or whatever. Uh, but now, uh, it's, it's with great regret and sadness that uh, you cannot play PT on the PS5, uh, regardless of whatever you do. Uh, it is futile. Um, since it's, uh, cut off at the, you know, I guess external level and it technically can, but it's being artificially cut off by Konami, um, going by reports. So yeah, yeah, that pretty much sucks completely. One day, maybe who knows a day O and Konami might, might, uh, 
makeup and you might get it might one guys were enabling PT oh my god oh my god I can't believe it and guys buckle your seatbelts PT is available right now oh my god oh <laughs> one can dream okay maybe I've been dreaming about this a lot which I am one of the least people that should. I mean, I am intrigued by this type of horror, uh, especially the direction of Hideo Kojima. Hideo Kojima, excuse me. Um, we'll see though. Who knows? Anything's up in the air, you know. Especially with the PT Silent Hills rumors. Who knows if this actually could be at? Um, rumors are saying no specifically for that with Hideo Kojima's involvement but man that would be great uh, one other feature that I think is pretty damn cool uh, that I, I want to bring attention to uh, with the PS5 mind you I've barely had any time to mess around with the user interface and tweak stuff and you know uh, adjust things to my liking I just basically just set everything up, started getting my downloads going and uh, just put every uh, put the consoles in rest to uh, record this for you guys. You see, look at this. I could be playing right now. <laughs> uh, apparently with the PS5, you can uh, it has a playtime counter similar to the Nintendo Switch. Whenever you're viewing your your profile or other people's profile where they show their uh, the playtime of game, even though the switch is like, it's like super atrocious where it's like delayed. I think it's delayed by like 10 days or something like that. Uh, it's like some ridiculous number where it's like, like literally forever until it uh, updates with the accurate playtime of a game. Hopefully they somehow fix that. Uh, cause that's, that's just, that's just a shame. Um, with the PS five though, uh, it does have a playtime counter. And I think one of the coolest things is that it does uh, retroactively provide a play counter showing your previously played uh, PS4 game. So <laughs> you want to just uh, reminisce like how much of a loser you are playing like Monster Hunter, putting a thousand thousand hours into Monster Hunter. Hey, PlayStation's got your back greatness awaits in your depression of <laughs> greatness awaits in your depression. Uh, you probably space that out like uh, Shuhei Yoshida. You just come up to you. Greatness awaits in your depression. Oh, come on. Oh, Shida. Oh, I supported you. <laughs> so that's pretty damn cool. I'm definitely going to nerd out over that look at all the games I've just wasted my life on but not waste because time you enjoyed is not wasted well I don't know who said that but it's a great quote uh man like overwatch I know I'll probably put a decent amount of time into that runner um Yakuza games it was some site I was messing with. I think it was the PlayStation end of year summary where they like gave you that number. 
of uh you know your most played games they 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 didn't give you like all the games they only gave you like the top most played game of the time the most played genre and some weird you know weird uh nerdy facts like that so overall this is pretty cool i really love i i feel like that's kind of the theme with uh these consoles it feels like so far it's just like a greater sense of transparency of like you know I don't know, just being candid with you about a lot of stuff and, you know, uh, details and just cold, hard facts just to make you look at yourself in a mirror and like, what am I doing with my life? You know, it'd be like that all the time. <laughs> Moving on, keeping in line with the PlayStation news, though, uh, Sony is uh, rumored to acquire Blue Point Games very soon. So for those that don't know, uh, Blue Point are the people that actually worked on uh, the Demon Souls remake that uh, just dropped with the release of the PS5, by the way. So uh, they did that. They did the Shadow of Colossus remaster. Um, what else did they do? You know what? Out of curiosity, let's do a little research. feel like they did something else but they're generally known for doing remakes um it's pretty much the gist wow they did a lot so the shadow colossus uncharted nathan drake collection um what is this called what's the game with the girl that can gravity rush yeah i think gravity rush Gravity Rush series, I think, uh, yeah, I think they did Titanfall specifically for the Xbox 360, like when it was dropping on both platforms. Flower, uh, oh, they did Destruction All Star. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's that's cool. They did do, uh, they did do the Metal Gear Solid collection that, which was really good. I definitely like that. Um, God of War. God of Warrior Master. Okay. So just to give you a general gist of kind of their capabilities, um, they do some good work though. At least uh especially going from the damn visuals of Demon Souls. My goodness, I am so ready to just die relentlessly in glorious 4K or close to it somewhat. But I digress. Uh, let's see. There's some deals. Apparently look at some details from blue points angle. They want to make sure they get a shot at an original IP. They don't want to be simply a remake studio, even if they make more remakes. Um, this is from uh, the reset era thread from Mars pan rum pan, uh, at least bullet points from, um, the rumor mill. Uh, while they value and love their independence, they also realize the industry is rapidly growing and evolving. They feel comfortable with their existing partnership with Sony and decided to sell to them. Uh, from Sony's angle, very impressed with the work ethic from Bluepoint, creates groundbreaking remakes at a good pace. Uh, they have a good relationship with other Sony online entertainment, no, Sony interactive entertainment studios, particularly Sony Japan studios that they work together with during both Shadow Colossus and Demon Souls. 
for Ape Escape. Uh, oh, I guess it's kind of rumored they might be doing Ape Escape next. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, expert, the expertise, skill, and tech that Bluepoint has for the remakes can be used for future projects, not necessarily made by them. In other words, if Team Asobi decides to create an Ape Escape remake, they can go to Bluepoint for help. Yeah, that would be a pretty good get for uh, Sony. I mean, even though they don't even <laughs> uh, do, do they really need all these just these damn companies? They like have a really solid foundation now, especially with them them uh, making forming PlayStation Studios, which is all their various PlayStation uh, uh, um, companies from across the uh, globe. Uh, formulating into one generalized uh, unified company so uh, yeah yeah that's pretty cool yeah I'm pretty I feel pretty confident that Demon's Souls is going to be pretty damn excellent I've, I didn't get a chance to play uh, Shadow Colossus I think I got it on PS Plus so I will probably more than likely make want to go back to that and man, just the possibilities. I was uh, speculating. I think some people were like, you know, the Metal Gear remake, especially considering how they actually did remake or help um, port um, Metal Gear Solid Collection uh, to current, well, last gen now. Oh, that's going to be so weird to say now. PS4 and Xbox One is last gen now. Oh, that's going to be an adjustment. Oh, it's hard to fathom. We are, we're in, we're in, it's current gen now. Nurrent, nurrent gen. That's crazy. Oh, it's beautiful. Moving on. Uh, yes, we finally got the payoff y'all. Uh, Bioware fans. Well, maybe not Bioware fans, Mass Effect fans. Uh, I know you probably burned by Mass Effect Andromeda, but have no fear. Mass Effect Legendary Edition is here. So this was announced, uh, I believe, last Saturday on N7 Day. Um, they uh, dropped a trailer for Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Um, this was rumored a while back as well, I recall. So in the description, um, yeah, we'll, we'll read a little brief description. For many months, <laughs> let me put my, <laughs> put my <laughs> oh, I guess we were done for many months now. <laughs> oh, it's hard for many months now. Our team and Bioware has been hard at work updating the textures, shaders, models, effects, and technical features of three enormous games. Our goal was not to remake or reimagine original games but to modernize the experience so that fans and new players can experience the original work in its best possible form it's been amazing to see the adventures of commander shepherd take on new life in super sharp resolution faster frame rates and beautiful visual enhancements as game developers we always hope that our games will transcend their original platforms. Having the opportunity to remaster the trilogy means that the fruits of a decade of our work 
will live on and will be experienced better and clearer than ever before. Oh, it gets me every time, man. I'm trying. (sighs) All right. Mass Effect Legendary Edition will include single-player-based content and DLC for Mass Effect, Mass Effect 2, and Mass Effect 3, plus promo weapons, armors, and packs, all remastered and optimized for 4K Ultra HD. It will be available in spring 2021 for Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC with forward compatibility and targeted enhancements on Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. More information to come in the new year. So there you go. (laughs) Oh, man, the presenter talk kills me every time. Ugh, ugh. I, I guess it's the fact that I, I can totally see um, just the cadence and the, you know, uh, the dialect is just, uh, I, uh, I've, I've, uh, so many, so many press conferences. It's like, it's, it's ingrained now. Oh man. Oh, it throws me for a loop every time. <laughs> oh man. So, uh, either way, uh, spring 2021, Xbox one, PS4 and PC pretty damn dope um i am very excited to revisit mass effect again i did play the whole trilogy last back in the day uh hopefully i could save the krogan the krogan again um i or rex he seemed cool he seemed like an asshole but he seemed like he had a he had some heart in there so hopefully i can make things right this time and not you know kill him and just you know uh just soak in my pool of regret. <laughs> I just sound like some unnecessarily deep stuff that you would just write. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, that sounds like some Max Payne stuff. As I, as I, <laughs> let me get serious. As I sit in the foyer, I, I reflect on the pain and regret. A pool of regret even. As I soak. I get a little soaky, not soaky. I get a, my, my fingers, they get a little raisiny. <laughs> That's some shit out, right? <laughs> just to give, just, just to give you a little taste. Um, uh, cheesecake. Uh, don't call me cheesecake. It, it was originally a mixtape, but I was like, you know what? It's going to be a mixtape slash book. So, uh, I think I'm going to name the book cheesecake chronicles and then you know take it from there you know don't look too into it just this this is way ahead of us you don't have to don't don't get your get your hopes up just yet (laughs) moving on uh switching gears back to playstation 5 the playstation 5 blowout uh seems like last of us and god of war will uh support haptic feedback i believe it was I think it was kind of up in the air if if haptic feedback was going to be supported for backwards compatible games or not. But uh, this is a pretty good confirmation now that uh, there will be haptic feedback, uh, at least from what I've been hearing, like a side note, at least from what I've been hearing regarding a dual sense is that it's like the next best thing since sliced bread. It's like, 
even arguably may like trump the uh uh xbox uh, series x controller in terms of just um immersion of it all so um definitely can't wait to uh you know get a concept idea of what it feels like to play it um but this is pretty cool so i guess yeah so i guess that also includes the adaptive triggers as well so that's pretty cool so like you know in combat uh i guess the common example uh, at least i've always that's always stuck with me is the tension like with the do with the adaptive triggers which i'm very curious to see how that actually is like when you draw back a, a bow and then like when you release it feel another controller and uh that's pretty cool oh man i think of the Think of the goddamn Leviathan axe in God of War when it like you throw it. Phew, phew. Oh, oh that's gonna. Oof. Yes. Uh, and then I hear God of War has a 60 FPS um patch too. So, ugh. Yeah, that's gotta happen. Gotta replay God of War at some point. <sighs> Put it on the list. Put it on the list right now. Just do it. Just do it. So very curious to see the, some of the other games that will follow suit. Uh, that would be pretty dope to see how they actually implement the haptic feedback and be honest. That's like a really cool game changer. And uh, admittedly for uh, Call of Duty Black Ops that just dropped uh, tonight. Um, that's ultimately I've been like in my head, I was dead set on getting that for the Series X, but I was like, ah, they, they, I think they recently announced that they had um, haptic feedback uh, for Black Ops, you know, with each gun is very different. So I was like, ah, I now that's that's like the the um, the Trump card now where it's uh, it's now getting me to, you know, it's 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 really the, the ultimate deciding factor between games now, it feels like. So, yeah. Yeah, um, but man, everybody's loving it. From what I'm hearing, they're loving the the these haptics and adaptive triggers. I can't wait to try them out. Give you my feedback uh, in regards to how I feel about uh, my feedback of the haptic feedback. Not to confuse y'all, but uh, in better news, not even better news, but even um relieving news at least for me is uh um spider-man for ps4 so they actually turned around now and uh announced that they will be supporting a save transfer from uh the ps4 version of ps5 at least before we talked about it i think in a previous episode is that uh there would be no uh save transfer support uh, to transfer your PS4 save to the uh, PS5 version of Spider-Man. Um, but somehow they figured it out, even though that's kind of what I thought <laughs> when I uh, had a little rant about it. But uh, it's either uh, regardless, it's definitely good for them to actually, you know, uh, <laughs> give us we've heard you a uh, moment and, you know, uh, backtrack on something that uh, maybe uh, was a little controversial. Not uh Controversial was kind of strong, but it was a bit of a negative uh, to the, at least for me, it was like, uh, I don't really want to play it again. I probably would have, after I beat, 
Miles Morales, maybe play around with it a little bit and then like, ah, oh, well, my saves aren't transferred, so I don't feel like doing this all over again and just um stop. <laughs> stop playing. But this definitely will encourage me to uh play more or play. Uh I'm curious how they're gonna treat trophies. I assume they're probably just gonna make you have to get them all over again. Um and, you know, do a new game plus and, you know, get each trophy over again, which kind of is fine by me. Uh, that's a pretty reasonable like ground in terms, you know, obviously if you want to get the PS5 version achievements, you have to play the game again, but it will kind of maybe be easier since you have all the costumes and stuff and abilities unlocked. So pretty, pretty cool. I think also uh, one game that came out around the same year, which made them look real bad. Uh, announced that they would ha- support save transferring as well, which um, I'm trying to remember what game it was. Pretty sure it was a PlayStation exclusive game that came out in 2018. I feel like I played it. Maybe it was Days Gone. I'm not sure. It was some game where you could transfer. It did support transferring from PS4 to PS5 save wise, which, you know, Insomnia I claim they could do, but now they can. So either way, it's appreciated. Uh, yeah, they did confirm. Yeah, trophies are exclusive to remastered. So, yeah, you have to get them all over again. More than likely. Or maybe not. I believe this is uh I'm looking at a tweet with the developer of the game with Insomniac themselves. I was hoping for stacking trophies so I can plot the game again. You can the trophy list are separate. Yeah, okay. So yeah, pretty much uh PS5 trophies are separate from the PS4 ones and I guess there are exclusive ones for PS5 as well on top of that. So pretty cool. Uh it's some pretty sad news. Um, RIP, well not RIP, that's, that's a little too soon, but, uh, you guys remember that game, Marvel Avengers? Um, it's really good, right? Yeah. Um, apparently not doing so hot. Um, I believe according to uh, statistics, um, they reported a a 6.5 billion yen loss for, uh, Marvel's Avengers and uh, let's see the volumes. They didn't, they didn't get in too detailed, but um, I believe this is from an analyst, David Gibson. Double check. Yeah. Um, That's, that's a little, that's kind of bad. I mean, it's not really surprising at the same time, considering the, kind of cluster cluster that um Avengers had in terms of just the bugginess of the game uh and the pay to win stuff or or I guess overbearing um microtransactions. Uh those definitely bogged the game down and then just the grindiness of it. And that's uh that's always a gripe with me. It depends on the game. Some games I do like to grind on. Some other ones, 
more often than not, I don't. But uh, this one is one I don't necessarily want to grind on. At least I played the initial campaign, was satisfied, and then was done with it. And that was pretty much it. So sucks, man. Hopefully they could turn around. I see Spider-Man, them adding Spider-Man, and then I guess the next gen update or current gen update uh, might help. But I don't know, especially the the exclusivity with Spider-Man being only on PlayStation. That's going to be definitely going to ruffle some feathers. So probably the best news story of the damn week, I have to say. Um, what does AEW stand for? AEW Wrestling, I think. All-American? What does that stand for? All entertainment, all elite wrestling. Okay, I would never guess that. All elite wrestling. So at least the person I recall from that is uh Johnny Johnny Omega. I think Johnny Omega. I believe Chris Jericho is with him too. And those are the only people I recognize. You know, at least from the WWE days. Well, I guess Kenny Omega came later, but um. Yeah, so they announced, I guess, in some weird Apple-like, Apple satire event that uh, they are working on multiple games. I think a mobile game uh, and at least the biggest uh, news attraction, I think, is a console game. But the biggest appeal of this is that apparently the director of uh, No Mercy for Nintendo 64 literally, literally... I arguably I say still one of the best wrestling games of all time uh, is going to be working on this game. So that gives me a ton of faith that uh, this game is going to be pretty damn close or have a lot of very notable, um, I guess, callbacks to No Mercy, you know, obviously without having a WWE license, which, you know, it's a shame um, that, you know, the WWE, WWE isn't involved, but who knows? Maybe this could uh, potentially work out to maybe uh, have the WWE start working with Ukes uh, to uh, work on their wrestling games because God knows they need it. You know, hearing the horror stories of the recent, the latest one that came out, it seemed like everyone is pretty bad, at least my impression from what I, you know, hear from uh osmosis and stuff like that from uh you know media and stuff but this is pretty damn dope not gonna lie i'm not even have no clue about AEW, but the fact that they said no mercy uh one of the best wrestling games of all time would definitely uh have my attention uh cue the django meme uh first you had my curiosity but now you have my attention. That's sorry. That's my, it's my old timey, old timey dialect. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. All in all, they gave us like a brief trailer, no gameplay, but um, looks a little weird. But I mean, you know, work in progress as well. But I mean, that's the same. You can say the same for No Mercy. The game looks 
at least it hasn't aged visually that well necessarily, but still a damn joy to play. I remember playing with some random people at MAGFest last year and uh I was actually I was I was putting in some work. I was uh I was beat beating these dudes and uh it was just pretty it was just fun. Just the the whole spectacle, especially at MAGFest where you know it's like a you got people chant like a <laughs> a real wrestling match was just funny as hell. Uh, uh now I'm thinking about how MAGFest is not gonna be this year. Uh sad either way that concludes the news for this week um let's get into what i've been gaming with you know um modern warfare that's pretty much all i've been doing (laughs) i've been trying to uh basically complete everything uh to get ready for next gen since i especially um cold war since i pretty certain i'm just be playing that a lot um and uh i'll probably go back out of curiosity to see about uh how the ps5 and series x uh, plays with modern warfare in those respects so i won't do i won't abandon you baby i won't abandon you ever don't worry modern warfare you're one of the best games ever best call of duties i have to say that at least currently We'll see about Cold War. I have some apprehension, but we'll see. Um, outside of that, uh, slam dunk. <laughs> That's literally what all I did last weekend. I was organizing, uh, organizing, and uh, you know, getting ready for uh, next gen or current gen, uh, new n- n- gen. Um, so uh, at least in the meantime. I was uh watching uh Slam Dunk and man, just it it, it got the hooks deep in. Just the just the arcs were, were getting really good each uh each episode. Uh I'm trying to reflect on it was so much Slam Dunk I watched. But uh just some I guess highlights in terms of the, the show, at least that struck me. Um Shohoku main the main I guess team uh, that you follow in the, the, the anime uh, them winning I think the districts them winning the districts uh, well no they lost they lost in the districts technically but then they had another chance to come back uh, to play second uh, which they did and beat their the rival that beat them originally uh, in a practice game. Um, sure, you, I think is sh- is sure you or Shohoku? No, that's the main team. Leo, I think Shoyo. I might have that wrong, but basically the one team with um, uh, you, you it's the only the recognizable coolest dude, uh, Sendo. Um, beating them and uh, it was pretty cool it was pretty cool it felt like it was like 20 episodes for just one game but you know definitely got Dragon Ball vibes in that respect like you know <laughs> it was like it's like it's like two and a half minutes for like five episodes like the clock never seemed to move but uh, that was that's was, <laughs> was kind of funny when I think about it now 
Uh, but you know, I was like, you know, I'm enjoying it, so I'm like, I'm letting, I'm, I'm letting need, I'm letting the autoplay, autoplay do its thing. So, um, there was that moment. Uh, one interesting tidbit was how they actually showed the angle of the losing, t- the losing team. Like I think it's the Rionin. I forgot the team name, but the the one with Sendo, <laughs> who's the star of the 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 that team really. Um it was very interesting to show the angle of them losing and the, the what they had to do after losing. Since since they lost districts, like there were some third year uh, basketball people who look like fucking thirty five, but they are in college, but you know, anime. Um so, you know, they were showing a lot of the I guess dynamics of that and like, you know, third year people giving up pretty much on their dreams and and things like that. So, uh, I found that pretty interesting. Like, uh, you normally, they normally, I guess in a typical story anime generally, at least from what I've seen, like they don't necessarily show the side of the opposing team or the anybody, but the main team, which I thought I found that pretty fascinating. Um, I guess the extent of detail they actually did as well in terms of, you know, giving them a lot of screen time compared to the, the main, um, the main team, uh, Shohoku. So that was pretty cool. Um, any other highlights from that show anime? Uh, oh, it was pretty cool that Akagi, uh, he got re- he's, uh, got recruited to play like the best team in college, uh, which is cool. That's a kind of cool aspect that, uh, they showed in terms of like, you know, the, the, the pressure of college now, uh, is on Akagi on top of being a leader for the team, but now he has the pressure to perform and be the best. So now all that's riding. Um, yeah. Um, coach Anzai, uh, almost dying. That was kind of crazy that, uh, did not see that coming. Um, but is but I have to say it is really cool to see uh Hanamichi Sakuragi just progress as a person, which I think is the intent of having him be like a no vice and through the course of this anime, him growing to be like, you know, uh uh impeccable basketball player, which is pretty cool. So and especially as somebody who doesn't even like basketball like that, like, you know, I'm I'm an admirer of it, but I like I don't go out of my way for it or I don't, you know, play the NBA 2K games unless it's like NBA street. Then, then you speak my language, but, um, yeah. So uh, I think currently they're playing, they're getting ready for nationals and the, you know, there's a lot of, I guess, downtime in between that. I think they're doing a scrimmage match between pretty much like they, they're making like an all-star team of the people who uh who lost to them uh they're making like an all-star team and they're playing like a scrimmage game which uh that's gonna be pretty interesting that's at least currently where i'm at now so um yeah all in all man uh all the people ran and raving about slam dunk it definitely lives up to the hype still to this day i think um kind of kind of feel like I'm, 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 i'm gonna have that moment like i don't know what to do myself after it's over, I feel it coming, especially, I guess, considering I'm hearing the, um, at least what my friends are saying, that they, it doesn't end uh, necessarily 
conclusively anime wise that you have to um continue it in the in the manga um which is kind of crazy i feel like especially with basketball nowadays especially like I, at least what i feel like with the resurgence of uh, resurgence of you know kind of popular basketball players that uh you know are bringing more attention to the game like lebron james and other notable basketball players that i can't name because i don't watch basketball like that but I don't know. I feel like uh, Slam Dunk warrants to be remade or continued or however they want to do that. They more likely would just start from scratch and remake every episode, I would assume. But underrated. I feel like I don't. it's like even from like top anime people or people always ran and rave about popular anime, Bleach, Naruto, One Piece, Dragon Ball. That, uh, yeah, I feel like uh this felt uh, underrated but then again i'm like i'm a video i'm I'm a gamer uh you know looking outside in so maybe in a particular circles that is actually the case so all in all slam dunk is great i say even if you're not into sports i think this this anime does a good job of bringing you inside that angle and giving you a better perspective of that and you know putting a traditional anime in a basketball sports format, but making it very familiar from an anime aspect, you know, with the anime tropes, which I, I, uh, I am enjoying. So do recommend that still also Mandalorian episode two caught that I was a little late, but I ended up catching up watching that, uh, a bit lackluster. It felt like, it it didn't really feel like any necessarily notable, I guess, progress from a general plot standpoint, which is kind of what I wanted, especially they give you the, the damn tease at the end of episode one. It, it was a lot to live up to. And I think it did disappoint to a pretty good extent. Um, I, I enjoyed it still, but I mean, if I'm being really critical about it, uh, it could have used some more, yeah, just general purpose in the story. Just felt like it felt like this episode was like a side thing and not necessarily a main story, like <laughs> kind of like a filler episode in an anime where, you know, you could totally skip this episode and not necessarily feel like you missed anything. And I think that's I feel like that's that's where you fail um, when you make. I don't know, uh, especially a show like this with, you know, multiple episodes and you're not <laughs> following a manga and being behind or ahead or whatever. So, um, yeah, I, I guess there's some small minor plot elements that will come back, but it just didn't seem significant enough, um, for this episode. So that was a bit slightly disappointed, but I digress. Outside of that, pretty much it for this episode that's all i got um also congratulations i forgot i'm sorry all this new console madness uh got me forgot <laughs> got me forgetting about well uh, i'm i am actually kind of still apprehensive because i'm in kind of disbelief that actually happened but our boy joy biden <laughs> joy by joe biden and uh, Kamala Harris 
are projected at least to be the next president and vice president of the United States, which is pretty, pretty dope. Have a purse first black, uh, slash, I think she's Indian and some other nationality, but our first, um, one woman president and, um, president of color, which is pretty, pretty awesome. And I mean, definitely knock on wood, God forbid that, uh, Joe Biden passes during his term, um, potentially our first woman president of the United States. If things are unfortunate, which I do not wish at all, of course, but pretty cool just to, you know, um, have that in mind. Um, so yeah, uh, racism is now over. <laughs> we don't have to worry about racism anymore. <laughs> uh, I, it, it was some funny tweet I saw on Twitter where somebody apparently literally said that like, oh yeah, don't just because, uh, Joe, uh, Joe Biden Kamala won don't mean that, uh, racism is gone. And like, uh, somebody replied, who, who the hell said that? Nobody in the in the history of blackness ever said that <laughs> which is true it's like what no racist still gonna be racist don't get it twisted so yeah yeah all in all at least it's a good note i know a lot of us were on our on edge a little scared very concerned but uh we're somewhat put at ease i don't know um until he's in that white house. That's, it's kind of why I'm apprehensive, I guess, for some reason. I don't know. Till we get that inauguration, whatever. I don't, know. um, I am, I'm definitely at less of, uh, an anxiety now after it seems to be somewhat declared now, but you know, you never know. So, yeah. So, uh, congratulations to everybody who, uh, got a series X or a, uh, PS five, or if you're lucky enough, got a, got both, or if you even luckier, got all three, um, cheers, good. Congratulations. You did it. You are a champion. <laughs> um, so yeah, that will conclude episode 81 of switch of sites. Um, if you did enjoy the podcast, uh, feel free to like rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast and platforms, any feedback, good or bad is appreciated. Um, if you want to watch this record live and see me look dumb and stupid on camera, you can do that on Twitch TV slash a switch. Um, you can also catch the archives of this podcast on youtube.com slash a switch as well um outside of that really not much else for you oh yeah if you want to um submit any questions to the show of course you could submit them at aswitchtv at gmail.com of course um yeah outside of that i can't think of anything else i don't know i mean we we here guys it's next gen I mean, do you feel it? Are your dreams powered? Is greatness awaiting around the corner? You know it is. 
You know it is. Go ahead and look around that corner. See that greatness. Feel it. Embrace it. While at the same time, you're powering your dreams. Don't cough. Don't touch people that don't want to be touched. Uh, get your game on. Oh yeah. Nobody's safe.